Duets with Dice presents Yours to Keep, A Changeling the Dreaming Chronicle, Episode 2. So should we do a recap of last time, or does everyone, is everyone on the same page? Are, are you, do you remember everything that happened last time? Yeah, mostly. Okay. Uh, do you remember the, the names of all the people you told me about? Yeah, I'm about to pull them up. You're about to pull up your reference? Yeah, I'm about to pull up my reference. And uh, then we'll be good, I think. Let me just pull up yours to keep. Alright, and I got them all. Alright, so. So, uh, it's been about a year since since the events of the last stuff. game. Yeah. Uh, you have slowly uh, acclimated to changeling life. Uh, sort of... So what what date would you say it was? If I were to guess, I'd say probably it's it's probably about July. July? Because we we getting ready for them festivals. Wouldn't it be in June then? June, July. There's summer. There's a lot of them. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of them. But I mean, if that's the only thing, I mean, well, here's my reasoning. Mm-hmm. If that's the only thing keeping this town alive is a seasonal event, like the moment June 1st creeps around, their asses are ready. Mm-hmm. Throw open those windows, open up the shops, like, yeah, no, we're open, please come here. Mm-hmm. We have three months. <laughs> yeah. So, probably June, July? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. I, I'm going to say June. In the year 2017? Beautiful 2017. Not as many people dying. Uh, I mean, we this have... This isn't the year of celebrity deaths. This no, is this is of... no 2016, which was devastating for me. That this being is the said, year of finding out all your favorite celebrities are scumbags. You know? That's what this is. That being said, the ones who died, if they were scumbags, at least now we won't know. Yeah. At least now, yeah, except goes, for you, Bowie, you didn't get away. No, I mean, but everyone's known about that, so no, no biggie there. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like aware. Problematic fave, seventies David Bowie, yeah, eighties well. David Bowie, nineties David Bowie, every David, David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so yeah, uh, it is a beautiful day, beautiful June, and you have been. Uh, You've been sent word that uh, the that there has been a chrysalis for a new changeling. Uh, he is a she by the name of Joshua, uh, and he is under the tutelage of Lord Tearson. Oh, just like me. Yeah, uh, you are you are freshly out of his tutelage. Is he uh, still my mentor, though? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I suppose so. I mean, I took the dots. Yep, you took the dots, so yeah. Um, and so, yeah, uh, a, a new changeling has woken. Uh, you have been given, you've been given, uh, basically, uh, control over the, uh, Point Avalon, uh, freehold. Uh-huh. Uh, and you hold, you've held it together with, uh, your, uh, companion Sid Steelskin. Sid, I don't, I don't recall you him from last him. session. You so didn't meet him. his name is Sid. Sid Steel Skin. Skin. He is a troll. He's a troll. He's he's a big dude. He kind he kind of dresses like uh, 
like sort of like those classic beach types. You know, it looks like he's got like a uh, he almost looks like a sailor a little bit. Oh. Like an old school sailor. Oh, like an old school sailor? Yeah, he's he got gets, like a stripe. He gets hit on by other men a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. Almost definitely. Is the shirt like a little bit too short? Here, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No. When people don't see that, that is, that is definitely a look. Not to say he doesn't look like one of the village men. But if one of the village men was a sailor, that's what he'd look like. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's got you know the anchor tattoo and the, the all, all that stuff. Uh, he is uh, basically knighted to you, okay, in a manner of speaking. Even though you're roughly the same rank, let me see. Uh, but the way the way changes. Well, no, he would be he would be squired to you. Okay, so he is squired. Uh, there's also Lily Stoneheart. Lily Stoneheart. She is a red cap. Uh, she is pretty unseely, but doesn't really hang out with the unseely crowd. She's Is it because they're lame? No, she just doesn't like get, them. She just doesn't go along with them. She's she's sort of a loner. Okay, uh, she's a loner. She's a loner. She's a bit of a shit kicker uh, in her own right. Yeah. Uh, she is here. Let's Here's see. a little picture. Okay, she looks cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with her. She's a cool, a cool person with a scary bat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, there is also, uh, another person who comes into town from time to time. His mm-hmm. name is William Ash. William Ash. And he is a sluaw. He is a sluaw, and he... Oh, he's a... Ooh, he's spooky. Yeah, he's a sluaw. I also love how he's wearing tennis shoes, but no socks. He, what a trash boy. He is sort of like a, uh, contortionist. Oh, a contortionist? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he only comes uh, comes around for the festivals to, like, do his little yeah, festival he comes, thing? he comes around a little more often than that, but, you know, he, he works with a traveling circus. It's cool. Um, but, yeah, um, he is, he's a fun guy, uh, a fun but guy. he mostly hangs out with Lily. Uh, he is also quite unseely okay. uh, in his own right. Fun guy, unseely. Okay. And so these guys are sort of your your motley, yeah. so to speak. Okay. Uh, they are helping you, and you are helping them, and together you are all sort of uh, together. You're all sort of pooling your resources together to make the Point Avalon freehold run as, smooth run as, as smoothly as possible. Clearly, because I'm I'm not as experienced mm-hmm. as some of these guys may be in this lifestyle, mm-hmm. and so it's definitely a yeah. So you've received word that Joshua is going to uh, basically there's going to be a big festival. Let me see which one it is. It is that 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 Yes, 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 yes. Let's see. Battle of characters. 
I just need... Do you want to pause it? Yeah, I'm going to pause it. I think you need to get your resources together. Okay, so I'm just going to read the uh, the little setting up uh, okay. thing. It says, uh, Under the cover of one of the busiest weekends of the summer, the lords and ladies of the coast traditionally meet in Point Avalon. This year, the lord of Cresthaven Manor sent word ahead that they will have one more in their number, a recently awakened she. Oh. As his position and house are as of yet undetermined, they intend to bring him along to get a taste of courtly politics on a larger scale, and to meet those he is likely to work with once his status and role are determined. Yeah. A smaller court that borders Point Avalon to the south, Deepwood Glen, is also scheduled to attend the meeting. Though communication with them is usually intermittent, and they have not recently confirmed their attendance. Uh, the southern one is Glenwood, correct? Uh, Deepwood Glen. Oh. Way to go, Mo. I, I type, I put it in my thing as Glenwood, so it's Deepwood. Deepwood Glen. Deepwood Glen. Okay. Uh, you and Sid are duty-bound to attend the meeting. Oh, of course. Uh, William and Lily have no such obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, are they, do they have any sort of titles, or are they just commoners? They're commoners. Okay. Uh, Sid would be a commoner, but... He, he has is, been elevated. Yes, he's been elevated. that he's done. Uh, I always, I always hate when, when there's a lot of, like, uh, case-based, uh, role-playing, because, like, I'm... Hmm? Like, a lot of... Case-based, past-based oh. role-playing where I'm saying they're like, okay, well, I have to determine how I'm going to treat this person based on this mm-hmm. arbitrary bullshit. Uh, it's it's why uh, medieval games are always particularly tough for me because I'm like, okay, well, time to be a classist asshole. Yeah. <laughs> the role-playing experience requires me to be a a horrible person by modern standards, but okay. Okay. So, uh, there's a good chance you have, uh, there's a good chance, this is also a big opportunity for you as this is essentially your first on your own hosting of a meeting. That's true. And so what manner of, uh, what, what do you want to do to, uh, get the place prepared? Interesting. So, um, will this be taking place in our? Um, this will be taking place in your in your beach house, your 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 lofty cabin. Oh wow! Then yeah, we probably should have it decorated and catered, um, with all manner of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, how would how would one go about? I mean, I know that the inside is a little more chimerical. For this kind of stuff. Yep. Would I be able to contact, I don't know, an artisan to make, you know. Yeah. Like decorations. Sure. Sort of thing. Um, maybe we can go with a theme. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like, I mean, we are by a beach. Maybe we could go like mermaid theme. Mm-hmm. That'd be really nice. That's very, that's very whimsical, you know. Like some scales. Mm-hmm. Uh, a vase that looks like a mermaid. Maybe like, maybe like mermaid themed food, whatever they eat. S- snails? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not too sure what mermaids would eat. Probably fish. It's, that seems kind of gruesome and almost like cannibalism, but not really. 
Uh, not as much like cannibalism as what they actually tend to eat. Do you think they eat other mermaids? No. What, what if do you they're mean? not eating fish and they're not eating mermaids, what's the other half of the mermaid? They're eating people. <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, if you consider some of the darker aspects of mer- mermaid lore... <laughs> You know, they probably eat a lot of sailors. You know, is that too gruesome to have, like, tiny chocolate sailors? <laughs> is that gruesome? I mean, it. I guess it would depend on the presentation. Okay. Um, yeah, it would it'd be, it'd be, it'd be a bold move. Like, you have, like, a cake in the middle that's shaped like a beautiful boat, but the sailors you pick off... If that's how you want to... Okay. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty mermaid-themed. It's a little dark. I don't know. I... <laughs> But this is my world. I can do anything, right? That's that's what changing is about. If it's possible, it's possible. All right. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get that, I'm a mermaid theme. Okay. Who well, who would I contact? Do I have anyone that I know that does that kind of stuff? You could get in touch with a chimerical artisan. Uh, they they exist. wait. I think I know one. Well, Doyle's just a knocker. It's a lot to assume that he's an that he would be a yeah. manner of artist as. Uh, is, yeah, is that but, racist to assume? Uh, you can find out. Do I like have Doyle's number? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, then yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna call up Doyle or text Doyle or however I contact him. I'm not sure. Does he live? He lives in town, right? Mm-hmm. He, he, and uh, a few other knockers uh, live in town. Oh, oh, there's a lot of them. There's more knockers. Than anything else. Anything else. Okay. Um, okay, I have a question about mm-hmm. Point Avalon. What would you say the, the changeling to person, uh, ratio is? Is this a pretty dense? I mean, relatively, I our population so, is relatively small. so, because your population is small. Uh, and changelings tend to come here. Mm-hmm. They don't, uh, whether they're, you know, whether they experience their, their chrysalis here or not is not terribly relevant, but... Uh, they will migrate here. So yeah, a lot of them end up migrating here because of the, just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... A little bit isolated, but still do, has a freehold. Yeah, you do, you do, ten, it, I mean, it's got three freeholds, so... Yeah, in a pretty short, one to the north, mm-hmm. one to the south... And so, yeah, uh, there's quite a quite a couple. There's quite a few. Ooh. I'd say there's probably maybe of the six thousand people that live uh, in Point Avalon. There's probably twenty to twenty five changelings. Wow, that is a lot. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, I'd, I'd want to contact him, because even if he doesn't, I'm sure he has a knocker friend that does. So, I will, uh, I will call up Doyle. Okay. Or go to Doyle's place of employment, which is he, a... He works at an auto shop. Oh. Just like a normal, okay, cool. Yeah, it's just like a normal auto shop. Uh... Doyle comes out, he's sort of a, a lanky fella, uh... Looks like a youthful grease monkey, um, you know, just like, 
kind of tall, little thin. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say he's tall. He he seems taller than he is because of the way his body is sort of compositioned. Oh, he's like thin. He's thin, but he's like, got kind of like that wiry muscle build to him. Yeah, build to him, but he's not very tall. He just seems like he, he, his, he seems his like slenderness should, makes him tall. He seems like he should be taller than he is. Deceptive. But, yeah. And so, uh, you see him and he's got, he's, he's got the, uh, he, he's got a pair of goggles on. His hair is white and sort of blasted back. Uh, long nose, longish ears, uh, big rosy red cheeks. Uh, and he, uh, he's working on a car. Just sort of looks like a normal sort of auto shop yeah, working on a car. I want to kind of like walk up and say, um, Hey, have you gone to lunch yet, Doyle? Uh-huh. I, I grab the edge of the little rolly thing that he has mm-hmm. under the car and kind of pull him out a little. Have you gone to lunch yet? Oh. Uh, hey, Adelaide. Uh, yeah, I, I already ate. You already ate? And then he pulls himself back under. <laughs> oh, because I kind of wanted to talk to you, and I... It's kind of early. It's only 12. You've already eaten? Yeah, I already ate. Oh, I see. Well, if you have already eaten and maybe your lunch wasn't very filling, I'd be willing to take you somewhere to eat while we talked about something very important. What is it? I don't know. I just need your expertise. He stops. Uh, You can hear the the machine noises kind of stop. You see his little hands reach up uh, underneath <laughs> the truck, and he pulls himself out. <sighs> what do you need? Is this about the festival? Yes. It's about... I, I'm kind of going for a theme with this, and so I was wondering if you or maybe one of your friends could help me make some decorations to impress some people, or if you knew somebody that did. What kind of decorations? So, I'm thinking... Mermaid scale plates, like, for, like, the dining hall and a table. Maybe a chandelier. Wait, the theme... uh, The theme is mermaid. The theme is mermaids. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. Also, I need someone to make a very elaborate cake. Hmm. Do you know anybody that can do that? Uh, you know, I might. Uh, let me see. He sort of... He's... Uh, he pulls himself out and gets up and uh, come come with me to my office. Sure. And he walks in. Uh, you can see that there are uh, <laughs> a, a lot of the people around here are, are sort of like just staring. Uh, and I just leave and I'm just like, hey. He goes in and opens up the uh, opens up his uh, his filing cabinet and starts going through a bunch of papers. I and like stuff. your office. Uh, eh, it's not really mine. It's the uh, manager's, but uh, I nope. keep I keep some of my records here. Oh, yeah, because I was wondering whose family that was. Yep, not mine. And so uh, it would be weird if you kept the picture of someone else's family. I would. <laughs> And he opens it up, pulls out a, uh, pulls out a little notebook, and starts just kind of, starts kind of flipping through it. Uh, let me see. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I know of one, but uh, he hangs out in the deep dreaming. He he can he can get you your cake uh, for sure. Uh, it'd be a little risky, but uh, well, I mean, it could potentially be risky. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know how they are. Oh, who they? Well, you know, some of those uh, chimerical fellas. Oh, a, chim- a chimerical artisan in the deep dreaming? Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds like it's going to be a very fanciful cake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll definitely be able to make your cake. I don't see any problem with him doing that. Uh, hmm. The only problem is he's got a bit of a... Mm, He's got a bit of an attitude. He's, oh. he's a hard fella to deal with at times. I know one who's a lot who who is of a lot better temperament, and this is just somebody in town. Uh, she runs the bake shop. Uh, she'll be easier to deal with, but probably more expensive. And uh, between you and me, I don't know. I don't like her cakes as much. Oh um, well, I mean. Is she one of us? Hmm? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> she's pretty close, though. Uh, you could probably get some good glamour off of her. Uh, I've never tried. You gotta kind of be able to develop a relationship with these people. And uh, Are you not good at that? Well, uh, it's not that I'm not good at it. I'm good at a certain type of person, and I don't have anything... I, I, Baking, eh, not into it. I feel like baking and making cars is close. Nah, I've got, you, I've got plenty of artisans to feed on out there. Yeah. Okay. So deep dreaming. Um, can you tell me any more about that guy? And like, why is he hard to deal with? Is he like? He's weird in the way that they are. Yeah. Uh, very arbitrary. Very uh. uh not the easiest to, to deal with, like I said. Uh, has strange payment methods, probably wants glamour on top of money, on top of... Hair. Hair, you know, okay. things like that. And, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll get a quote and see how that goes. Good luck with that. Oh, okay. Well, okay, well, what about, like, the rest of it? Like, the silverware and... Oh, yeah. He, the, if the, you could get him to the do The welcoming it, gifts. If you could get him to do it, he'll set up your whole party. But, uh... Oh. You know, the more you have him do, the more he'll want he'll to ask. return. Well, that makes perfect sense. That's fair. I mean, this thing does have to be pretty fancy. I'm looking to impress a lot of people. Good. I guess. Uh, Thank you for helping me. Yeah. Well, go away. Oh, okay. I'll let you get back <laughs> to work. Um, I'm sorry for bothering you, but um, you were very, very helpful. Wait, how do I get to him? Oh, <laughs> you gotta go through the trod. I don't want to. I'll ask. I'll ask Sig to help me with that. Okay. Well, um, alright, I won't bother you, but at some other time, I'll take you to lunch? 
Uh, I mean, hey, if you're going to buy me a burger, then I'm not going to turn you down. Okay. Just, you know, you know, you, you're pretty cool. Great. Okay, I gotta go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of my favorites because he's actually the first changeling I met. Mm-hmm. He imprinted. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's the one who found me just touching the ground in the woods like a crazy person. So which way do you want to, uh... I think I'm going to ask Sid about it because... So what's the trod situation here in Point Avalon? Well, uh... Okay. So, so I do I, I do need to go back and ask him what the creature's name was. I don't think I asked. He told you earlier that the creature's name was... <clears throat> Let me think. Let me think of a good name for this thing. For this fellow. Uh, this guy's name is Yog. Yog. Yogg the Artisan, who lives he in the is, deep dreaming. He is a master baker. Is a master... He's a master baker, planner. Baker? Master baker? Joking. I don't get it. Say say mass... Say, say the word really fast. Master baker. Okay. I don't get it. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, master baker... Slash party planner, the expert mm-hmm. on the on the deed. All right, so yeah, um, I suppose I can harass Sid about it and ask him if he. I mean, I don't imagine. I mean, wh- what would you say is is traveling on trod something that happens a lot, or is it like a special sort of thing? It's not something you do every day. That's what I'm saying. So I probably have absolutely no experience with this sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm probably going to ask people who are more experienced than me. So I'm probably going to harass Sid about it. <clears throat> okay. Just start texting him, because I'm sure he's at work, because he has a job, probably. Nah, he's a, he's a carny. Oh, he's a carny? Oh. In that case, I, I feel perfectly fine about harassing him. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like me, he has unconventional hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, you, you give him a text, uh... Detail, be like, uh, yeah. where are you at? Looking to plan a party. Uh, looking... Alright, okay. Planning a party, got the address of a creature in the deep dreaming. Pretty interested in having it plan my party. Don't know how to get there. Frowning face. Uh, Is it just it breaks just says, the text? Yeah, yeah. No, it just says, uh, "Are you crazy? Uh, I would not engage with a creature of the deep dreaming at your level of experience." Do you know anybody who is experienced? Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Where are you? <laughs> uh, at the docks. Okay. Uh, readying up for festivities. Alright, I'm gonna run over and harass him. Okay. Uh, the dock this time of the year is busy with people preparing their booths and... I'm very their, excited. ...their little food trucks and all manner of 
the fun activities. Not to say that I haven't probably bought a mermaid tail specifically for, you know, the festival is probably a lie because I 100% am going to lounge on the beach like a mermaid at some point. Very interested in doing this. Lee doesn't know what that huge long package in the living room is. It's up against the wall. I've told him not to touch it. He has a lot of questions, but I don't answer them. And I leave the house when he starts asking. Because inevitably he'll start asking me why I don't have a real job yet. And I just run away. And so, so, uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you, you look around and you can see... All of the uh, all of the lovely preparations that are going on. Very people excited. are hustling and bustling. Uh, you get to see a bunch of people that you usually only see once a uh, well, you know uh, uh, just a few weeks or months out of the year. And, you know, you get to catch up with them and see how their their fancy people lives are going. And, and they're like, "Hey, Adelaide, you look great," and I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! You really grew you up. really glowed up, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I kind of did. Now they're like, huh? I like how you're wearing like everything crocheted here. It's very boho, and I'm like, yeah, it's my thing now. And so, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, you speak with some of them, and and they're all very much in the same way. They're, you know, upper upper middle class to upper class. Uh, people who, who are doing this because it's so fun and it's just, oh, it's, it's so it's cute so quaint. and quaint. I feel like, I feel like a, a, a normal boy. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the poor. I'm out on the docks having fun and being a little hooligan. I'm going to get a snow cone. Yeah. And so, uh. My mom wouldn't approve. <laughs> And they're all they're all dressed in very much the same sort of fashions. Are there uh, a lot of like beach shorts? Mm-hmm. Ugh. A lot of beach shorts, a lot of uh, knitted clothes, <laughs> much in the same way you have. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, you you go and you do see Sid uh, setting up. You see a few other changelings who you haven't really haven't seen around really before. Um, but, you know, they see you and, and, you know, upon seeing you, they, they do their proper bow as subtly as they can because... It's weird know, to bow in public. <laughs> yeah, it's weird to bow in public. And so... And I give a very regal... What, what do they call this? The the queen wave where you mm-hmm. sort of put your hand up and you, like, wiggle at the wrist mm-hmm. a little. Just, I'm just like, hey! Yep. Ah, oh. Uh, so, you were said I was crazy for what? I'm not going into the deep dreaming. Oh. You'd be crazy, too. Do you know anybody who is more experienced in that sort of thing? Around here. No. Uh, I would imagine the Duke is. Uh, I mean, I could ask him, but I also want him to be surprised. <laughs> here's what I would do. Okay. Hire a baker. Just a normal baker? normal baker uh, as normal as can be and it's okay even if you want it to be special it'll be special you just gotta infuse them with glamour and they'll make your cake that'll be great oh okay alternatively you could hire a party planner 
the thing is, I just think it would be weird to invite, like, a party planner into what they would assume is a shack. Do you kind of see what I mean? If you're, par- if you're planning a party at a shack, in a shack on the beach, everything will be okay. Just don't let them get too close to the bale fire, because if they do, they'll become temporarily enchanted. Which... Is bad. Uh, I mean, it depends on who you ask. Okay. Uh, like an expert party planner. They'll become enchanted enough to look at all of you, they'll see you for what you are, and then they'll leave and probably forget about it two hours later. Well, that doesn't sound too bad. Mm, well, I mean, they'll know that something went wrong. They'll oh. wake up the next day feeling foggy. Okay. Okay. So you suggest a party planner. Just a really good party planner. Like an expert party planner. Let me look on my phone. Hold on. And I, I want to sort of like look up. <laughs> yeah, we Google it. And, uh, you know, this time of year there's no shortage of them because there's all kinds of parties going on around here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to like their previous works to try to scope out one that's really, really good. Uh-huh. Have a meeting with them. <laughs> And so, let me see if there's a way we can speed that part along. Uh, like a roll, let's see. Let's see if there's some sort of roll we can get. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, well, we'll say you find somebody, and, uh... I pitch it to them. <laughs> yeah, you've got... You, so, here's here's the thing. You find one four-star party planner. Uh-huh. They've got, they've got your time available, and uh, everything seems good. They've got good reviews. Everything is... Uh, the They've... You, you know, you get a couple pictures, and you can see that they've got uh, some pretty good parties under their belt. Ooh. They're four star. They're a little expensive. Uh, cost you two of your resource dots, but you know, it'll, totally worth it. Yeah, it'll be good. Uh, there's also one little cheaper. Uh, a lot of people have complaints that the parties ended up being kind of weird. <gasps> the the uh, the biggest complaint that you see is unorganized. And, Ooh. <laughs> uh, unorganized, uh, not great. A lot of things were just kind of weird about the party. Uh, and the themes were a little abstract. Ooh, I like abstract. Abstract is different. It's and good. So, yeah. Uh, they're cheaper, they'll only cost you one dot of resource. Uh, and, but they, they seem to be harder to deal with. Uh, basically, uh, beyond the initial input given, uh, the party planner did not communicate with the get, with the (laughs) person hosting the party too much after that, once they began the planning phase. (laughs) He's a wild card! 
hard. I'm going with that one. I'll be honest. That's fantastic. I'm interested in this person. Okay. Clearly, uh, clearly, if I was able to glean that much from the upset Google reviews, yeah, these are, then I'm like, this is a dreamer, and uh, they're just misunderstood. And so? Uh, yeah. yeah, I want a consultation with this guy. Okay, so uh, you set up a uh, you set up a consultation uh, in the evening, yes. and uh, he's got enough time to meet with you. Uh, and, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, he, he shows up, he's a... Uh, He's pretty uh, scruffy-looking guy, um, dressed somewhat eccentrically, uh, like a glitter vest and oh my god, a glitter vest, a piano key necktie, and uh, like some red pants. Oh my god, I'm super interested in everything that that's going on here, and uh, a. A sort of poofy pirate shirt underneath the vest. Is this the strangest looking person I've seen that isn't actually a changeling? Probably <laughs> probably up there. Uh, they sit down. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing fantastically. How can I help you? So, I'm planning a very, very special beach-themed, mermaid-themed party. And I've heard gleaned from your Google reviews that you are unconventional. Well, some people might say that. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I would like to say that I, when, when starting the party planning process, you give me a vision. Yeah. And I follow that vision uh, uncompromisingly. Uncompromisingly. It's a good adjective. Yeah. I'm kind of interested in that. So, I have this book here, and they, like, reach into my bag, and I pull out this fat book <laughs> filled with, like... It's like a Pinterest board, but I printed it. <laughs> okay, so I'm, like, interested in all of this. Like, um, definitely mermaid thing. It's going to be taking place inside of an abandoned shack uh, because it's going to be mermaid-themed. Okay. Yeah? Seaweed, like... Uh, a cake that maybe it's like a ship and there's sailors jumping off of it onto plates. You know, how like mermaids would call, like the sirens would call to them and they'd jump off the ship. You know? Yeah! <laughs> I've never connected with someone so well. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm thinking all of that. Um, you know, seaweed, I need like little welcoming gift parcels. Definitely. To show appreciation for them showing up. How many of those um, do you need? How many people will be showing up? Like 10, 15? It's a, it's, it's a big thing. It's a big thing? Yeah. 30? That would be safe. 30. So I need about 30, um, yeah. Okay. Okay. And I so, can do that. So. What, what do you want these to look like? He's kind of taking notes. Do you think you can make them look like mermaid purses? You know, like those things that sharp baby sharks come out of? I can look that up on Google. Okay, yeah. Like, they come from mermaid purses, and you can, like, put stuff in there. Maybe, like, I don't know, like, something mermaid theme, or something just, like, charming. Maybe, like, a note that says, thank you for coming, and has a piece of hair in it. I don't know. Something like, they're all fancy artist people that are coming, and they... They they prefer it to be unconventional, you know. 
Fantastic. You came to the right place. I know it. I'm so excited to give you a five-star review. Great. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. And so I need it when by this date. When is the party? I need it by this date. I'd probably... We can... I can go in there with you in the morning when we're going to set up and everything. I just need to have it done by that evening. Um, people will probably be showing up around, like, what, three or four or is it later off in the year? It would be it would be like three or four, yeah. Yeah, we usually have it done by three or four, so ideally it's set up by noon and ready to go. Yeah? Okay. Okay. I'm so excited. If you need like anything, if you need like to borrow my brother's car, I don't drive. So if you need to borrow my brother's car to get stuff there, like we can do that. Um if you need like anything, I could probably help. Okay. Yeah. I took a class in stage crafting, so I can I can help like a lot, you know. Well, that's great. Yeah. So you don't have to do it alone. I've got this. This is my job. Yeah. This is what I do. This is what you do. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there anything else I need to know? Do you have like a contract or anything like that? Oh. Maybe I should do that. Do you not do that? Not normally. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, if you don't do it normally, we don't have to do it. Well, I accept, uh, I, I, I do accept my payment. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is it? Usually, what, 40% down? Here. And I reach into my bag, and I'm like, okay, I'll give you 40% here. Here you go. Uh, if you need more, tell me, and I'll get whatever you need, you know? Okay. Okay. And he gets up and uh, gets on his little, uh, he, he gets on his <laughs> bike with the big wheel. He has a penny, uh, yeah. what is that thing called, a penny farcicle or something He's like got, that? Uh, yeah, I don't know what they call him, but it's like got a big wheel and then two little back wheels. Oh my god, he's the he, coolest person I've ever met. And he just rides off. Ding, ding. I put my trust in the best possible person I could put my trust in. Yeah, you could sort of feel the, the the glamour just radiating off of him. Like I feel like he was great. I I hang out with that guy like for not business. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, wow. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited. Ah. Ah. I I scream <laughs> in <so>. public. <laughs> yeah. All right, and so. Uh, the night arrives, mm-hmm. and the party has been. Uh, you you got a you got a good look at everything. Uh, went in there to set up with him. Yeah, and everything you went in there and and helped prepare, and and everything is a fucking disaster. It's it is uh, it's mermaid themed. Uh, there's lots of little pictures of Ariel <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and. Uh, mm. And like, the cake is seaweed flavored. Yeah, <laughs> the cake is seaweed flavored. It does look like a boat, though. Uh, it doesn't look like like a super finely crafted. It's not like one of those weird decorative cakes. Oh. It's more like a cake that is kind of boat shaped, and then you know oh. it has icing all over it, and and uh, not bad. There's like. Uh. <laughs> There are the little little sailor cookies, but they're they're wrapped up like sushi. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> this guy's good. And uh, looks good. Yeah, it's a good thing. Everything I has a bought very... some pearls off of Amazon, and I just like throw the pearls all over the floor. Yep. And uh, oh god, this is there's like uh, there's some <laughs> crab meat just 
Like, not... There's, like, a crab dressed up like a sailor. It's not really... It's There's just some crab meat that was left in a cooler and isn't really ready. But, uh, it's there. Huh. Okay, so definitely not what I thought. But... Different. Um... I'm gonna stay on the positive side. Looks great. (laughs) Four stars. (laughs) He's going to get four stars. And so, uh, yeah. Uh, People start arriving. You see Lord Tearson arrive with uh, young Joshua in tow. Uh, Joshua is a uh, young... He's about 12. Aww. Yeah. uh, He's about 12... He has sort of a, a he, he's got dark skin and a, a mop of like uh, light brownish curly hair. He's dressed in like a, a superhero shirt that's just like what he's really into. You can see a little comic book in his hand, and he's slurping on like a soda. Uh, and he's got his little his little uh, she ears. Uh, and here's a little picture of him. Oh, Joshua, he's brand new. Yeah, and he he arrives with Lord Tearson and Anissa, and uh, good evening. <coughs> good evening, Adelaide. This is young Joshua. Hi, hi. I've heard a lot, I've heard like some about you. I've heard nothing about you. Oh, I'm Adelaide. I'm Josh. I'll show you to your seat. Uh, okay. <laughs> and, uh... <coughs> uh Lord Tearson. Uh, the little place cards are just actual shells from the beach with, like, a, yeah, like the like names a just, mailbox. like... <laughs> uh, this is a, a lovely array you have here, Adelaide. You've really mm, outdone yourself. Do you really think so? Yes, do you, really you don't like know. It? You don't know Lord Tearson to be a liar. He is. He is exuberant in all things. Uh, <laughs> if he he is one who is never afraid to feel the way he feels. Oh, and good. he he when he is in the highest of highs, he sings from the mountaintop, and when he is low, he is weepy and oh, he's very he's a drama boy. He is he's is very dramatic. Yeah. You really like it? Not like I'm fishing for compliments, but do you like it? You've done very well. Yes. <laughs> and he he looks he, he looks around, and chimerically, this place looks great. Does it? Yeah. Good. Uh, the 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 cake looks way better chimerically than it does. <laughs> Does in real life. In real life, it looks kind of, kind of not great. But in in real life, you can see like a a chimerical kraken sort oh, of yeah. uh, sort of uh, attacking the boat uh, ad nauseum, and like the the, <laughs> little, the little cookie men are like fighting it off with spears and things like that. Uh, somebody grabs a cookie man and screams. Ah! <laughs> Just take a little crunch out of it. Take, take a little crunch. Joshua's like, whoa, that's... Joshua's tight. like, that's awesome! It's tight as 
He grabs a piece of the boat. Uh, he, he grabs a piece <gasps> of the boat off and just starts chewing, biting into it. It's uh, definitely kelp flavored. You can see like water just pouring onto the boat <laughs> because there's now a big chunk of it missing. <laughs> the sailors look more alarmed than they did previously. Yeah, uh, I love it. In attendance with uh, in attendance with uh, Tierson, Anissa, and Joshua, you can see Pomona. Uh, I don't know her. Uh, Pomona is a... Uh, let me see if I got that name right. I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, Pomona. Uh, she's a little Hispanic uh, girl. Uh, she is quite clearly a boggin. Uh, she is very polite. Let me see. Uh, she is uh, nominally... A uh, she is nominally a Sealy of House Fiona, uh, of House Fiona. Oh, cousin. Sort of. You know, she was sworn in. She is a commoner, but oh yeah, because she's a boggin, huh? Yeah, she's a commoner kith, but she is sworn to service. Uh, she's she's quiet, a uh, bit unassuming. Uh, she sort of dresses in a very traditional uh, Hispanic garb. And, uh, she's short. She's, like, real little, like Boggins tend to be. Yeah. And, uh, let me pull up the picture. And here she is. Cutie, cutie. Pomona. Yep. She, she appears to... She's just sort of sticking to the sidelines and quietly listening in, as Boggins do. Uh, she is quite soft-spoken from the small amounts of uh, interaction that you've had with her. Uh, she is Lord Tierson's uh, servant. <coughs> She's his, his goblin? Boggin? Boggin, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh... Before long, Lady Lady Keelan de Winter arrives. Oh, from of, the south of Deepwood Glen. Uh, she is of House Dyrain. 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 She is cold. She she comes like in someone wearing, whose name is De Winter. She comes in <laughs> yes. She comes in wearing a. Uh, she, she's got beautiful blonde hair. She is Seely, uh, not Seely. Uh, she she's is unsealy, isn't she? She is uh, yes, unsealy. Uh, she is a, a real she. Uh, oh, and she holds the uh, the stereotype to a T of both her house and. Uh, Herself, yeah. uh, if you can give me a uh, of course lore roll, if you have it, a lore uh, or a roll? politics roll. So politics, okay, yeah, politics, politics, intelligence. Let's see how it goes. What's my uh, what's the thing? What's Your the difficulty? difficulty would be standard. Nope. Okay. <clears throat> so. Uh, you don't know too much about Lady Keelan. However, you do know that she does arrive with, uh, Lysander, her, her knocker, uh, associate. Lysander. Lysander. 
looks like your typical knocker. He doesn't look too different from, uh, he doesn't look too different from how, uh... Doyle looks. Doyle looks, you know, uh... Oh, yeah, close. Yeah, just wearing overalls and, uh, things like that. He is, uh, Keelan's oldest friend and closest advisor. Uh, he mostly is known to contr- uh, construct a lot of just inventions, whatever yeah. Lady Keelan desires. Uh, Lady Keelan herself. You have a picture of her? I do. Oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, she, she of course, has impeccable manners, being a member of House Dyrain. Uh, she, you know, uh, walks around, and whether she likes the place or not, you can't tell, because she is she's... cold, and you can't see through her like a pane of frosted glass. Yes, and she always has a, uh... <laughs> she, she speaks to everyone as if she always has a running tally in her mind of, uh, paid <laughs> generosities. Oh. And what needs <laughs> to be paid in kind. Oh, uh, I see. And so you've you've always been very kind to her, and she yeah. has always uh, demonstrated kindness in, in return. return. Yeah, uh, not out of any genuine sense of kindness yeah. towards you, but out of a that's the it's very clearly a thing of a debt being repaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she she comes in and oh yes, uh, uh, how do you do, Adelaide? I'm doing very well. I have your seat special for you. Let me take you to your seat. Of course. You Thank you, beautiful my dear. today. And you as well. <laughs> and so, <clears throat> you, uh, you take her to her seat, and she, she sits, and Lysander, uh, looks to be, looks to be, uh, just sort of, uh, knocking away at something. He seems like he's halfway here until Lady Keelan addresses him, and, and he's at her, at her beck and call. Darling. Yes, and uh, with everybody here, uh, in time, uh, several others show up. The uh-huh. the unseely crew, uh, sort of, uh, they they're not like formally entering the freehold or anything. They're just sort of skulking about. Uh, <laughs> you can see. Wait, are they aren't invited? Are they? Um. I don't think so. Are they? You, you tell me. You, you. I thought this was. Party. I thought this was for. This is this is a festival that is a normal a normal part of the day as as evening approaches. Uh, the uh, wharf and the the dock area, uh, the boardwalk, so to speak, becomes full of people. Yeah, like it's it's a festival, and so there's all sorts of people going on. There's things being sold. Uh, all of your social stuff is occurring mostly out there yeah, on the yeah. boardwalk after everybody sort of checks in at the yeah. uh, boardwalk. Yeah. Uh, after everybody checks in at the freehold where, you know, they they might, you know, sup a bit of glamour from the, the bale fire and then go And then out. take their gift. <laughs> yeah, take their little gifts and, and everyone's going out and having a good time. Good. I'm just I just want everyone uh, to have a good time. Lots of lots of glamour in the air. It's a it's a beautiful night. And uh you yeah, you do see the unseely crew sort of skulking about. Uh here's here's a picture of all three of them. Uh Oh god! Oh yeah, no, I remember that dreadful little goblin. Yeah, that's uh, Maddox. 
uh, Maddock Lawson. Maddock is an unfortunate soul. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's 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 no, and so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very important to me and my house to be a good host always. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I probably will attempt to make friendly with the crew that just hangs out under bridges and smokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> William Ash uh, approaches you uh, at a certain point. Uh huh. He comes up and whispers, "I'm going to say it because so that the mic will pick it up." But, but quotation he whispers. He is whispering. He comes up and says, uh, Chandra and her people have arrived. Oh, well, let me go greet them. If you want. Well, it'd be really rude of me not to. Yeah, I guess so. They do technically live here, I think. I um, so don't know. <laughs> you, uh, you, you go up to uh, you go up to them, and Chandra Chandra sort of gives you a gives you a nasty look. Uh, she sees you coming wa- uh, a ways away, and she sort of uh, nudges Cardis and uh, Lawson. And Cardis looks over and uh, nods. Uh, <coughs> how can we help you, Miss Adelaide? Oh well, I just wanted to welcome you and show you guys to the table and show you guys your gift bags. I got gift bags for everybody. They sort of look. Uh, they they look at one another and. Uh, Shodger goes, stuff your gift basket. Are you sure? Right on up there. Okay. Well, what about you? Mm-hmm. Do you want your? And I look at someone other than her. Well, do you want yours? No. No? I don't. Or, and you? And I look at the third one. Maddox, Maddox's like, sure. Come on, let's go get a gift bag. Yeah. And then, uh... <laughs> The others, <laughs> the the other two, the other two, uh, start kind of snickering as you walk away, and and uh, give me a uh, perception and alertness. Wow, three. Yeah, and so uh, as you're as you're making your way back to the uh, as you're making your way back to the. Uh, Cabin, uh, you you notice that Maddock is trying to lose you, sort of. He's trying to sort of uh, oh, let me. you walk ahead, uh, let you walk ahead just enough so that he can tail back and and you know you not be there. Uh, but you you're you're on to him, and he's he's just like. I get there and grab one and put it in his hand. Thanks. Can you please take the ones for the other ones? For the other two? I really don't want them to feel like I didn't think about them. You bet. Okay. Are you going to eat these? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Put them in his hand. You want cakes? Uh, it's kelp flavored. Are you into kelp? I love kelp. <gasps> I, I cut a slice of cake with a sailor, just jam it in the middle. Here, you take that back with you, too. It looks great. Thank you. I worked really hard planning it. <laughs> he looks down. It shows. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> and he he sort of just walks away with his plate and his, his little, cake little and his like gifts. And he's just like, Meh. fuck, it's good. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, uh... Kill him with kindness, Addy. (laughs) And and so, yeah, you know, they they sort of walk off. Uh, After your, uh... After your... Let me see. Um, Yes. After your incident with the uh, Unseely crew, uh, (laughs) and, you know, giving Maddox his cake, you return and Lord Tearson looks uh, dismayed. Uh, Anissa seems very worried as well, and uh, Lord Tearson is is sort of beside himself. (sighs) Adelaide! Lord Tearson, what is the matter? Have you seen young Joshua? Oh, um, no, I... Have I seen Young Joshua? No, you haven't. He's, Let's see. he's sort of, uh, it, it, uh, he appears to have disappeared. I think after the cake, after he took a bite of that soldier, I got distracted and I haven't seen him since. Mm hmm. And so, uh. Mm-hmm. Let's see. He might have just wandered off. Uh. Uh, Pomona, Pomona is, 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 she swears that that couldn't be, uh, as, uh, she comes up and she's, uh, I, I beg your pardon. Mm-hmm. That could not be. I was with him. He wants to go play carnival games, and I must have looked away for just one second, but when I looked back, he was not at the carnival game that he wanted to play. He wasn't in any of the other ones either? No, I looked all over for him. Hmm. Okay. And I'll Lord, try to find Lord out. Tearson starts weeping. No! Oh, Lord Tearson, no. Please, seeing your face like this hurts me. Oh. I'll find out. I have an idea. It's a good thing I have a... I have a... I have a thing for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is one of my soothsaying abilities. Seer's Wisp. The realm dictates who or what the changeling is trying to find. The more success is rolled, the more direct and safer the path down which the wisp leads leads to the changeling. This cantrip only lasts for one hour per dot of the seer's glamour and can only be used to seek a single subject once per story. Uh, one odd quirk of this cantrip is that while the wisp is entirely chimerical, mortals with low banality can sometimes uh, glimpse its light, particularly by night and in lonely places. Okay. So, here's where my knowledge of changeling hits a wall. I'm not too sure what the uh, method and how, so, how passing these goes. So, what are you trying to seek? You're trying, I'm to, trying seek to seek Joshua. Joshua. So Joshua would count as a fae. What yes. is your uh, what One. is your dot rating in in the fae realm? So in that case, let me and let me pull up. Do you have the notes? I think I do. I think okay. in there I have a a list of how it goes. So is that- Okay, so we figured out the system pretty okay. much. Uh, I do need to check your realm rating to see if this is something you can actually do. Okay. Uh, oh, for because he's because he is he is fey. He is also at, he so with changelings. It's kind of weird. I don't know if fey uh, count as uh, if a changeling character counts as actor or fey. I think they count as fey. With fey, that tends to be chimerical in nature. Oh yeah, just look it up. Uh, and so that's what I'm trying to do, but my phone's being a little slow. 
Uh, of course. And I'm going to talk about what I think I want to do. Alternatively, let me see. I think you can unleash. And if you unleash, uh, you'll be able to... Oh, that's right. So you are able to go higher than the realm, the realm dot that you possess, mm-hmm. but it will increase the difficulty yes, for I, each, I for do each point remember that, that you do. So let me scroll through the arts real quick and get to the realms because that's what we're looking for. Okay, so let me find Faye. Okay, the Kithane themselves and their stranger cousins. So yes, uh, Faye does count towards Kithane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anything special about him? Like so, unique? the at Faye. Most non-she Kithane. Dang it. Yeah. He's a she. Uh, Two is lofty noble. So this will let you... So, yeah. So increasing the difficulty by one will uh, make you able to track down a she. Okay. All right. So we'll increase the difficulty by one. So the bunk that I want to do. Yep. And so I want to take out my compact my compact mirror, Mm -hmm. and I want to shatter it, put it in a cup, and then, like, kind of scatter it like you would dice to read the pattern. And where are you doing this? Probably in front of a bonfire. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Because there... Is there a lot of those going on? Imagine there's, this is a beach there's, party. Yeah, there's there's one big one right in the middle where there's a bunch of people like dancing and hanging out and stuff. Yep, so I'm going to go right amongst them. Um, right amongst them, dig through my bag, find my compact now, mirror. Adelaide has always struck me as somebody who is very particular about the cleanliness of this beach. It is. And so <laughs> I mean, pouring pouring shards of broken glass on this... Uh, I mean, I could probably put something down, but I mean, I might scoop the sand back up into the cup and just be like, okay, gotta go, guys, and then carry the cup. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, until I until I scoop it up, people are probably going to be like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, all right. Like, so, don't mind me. So, yeah, you go around, just, and how much attention are you going to try to draw to yourself while doing this? Um, I mean, I'm the type of person where no matter where I go, I draw a lot of attention. It's... Mm-hmm. It's the it's the curse of being it's a she beautiful. of being unbelievably beautiful. Okay. Uh, so yeah, now I uh, go there. Maybe I, I take off my my cover up. So very elegant. This does feel a little bit like an occult roll because you do still have to. You do, do still with, have to roll it, yep. depending on the nature of the bunk. Fortune that you're doing. telling. Yeah. Because I have that as a special skill. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so I yeah. go, roll, I, uh... Roll fortune telling, and... Wits and perception, uh, manipulation? Perception. Fortune telling and perception. Uh, and... Oh. Okay. Alright, let's see how it goes. We'll see, if you, we'll see if you do it and draw proper attention to yourself. Oh, no, I don't think I do. This so, sucks. Okay. So, you... Yeah, you, it looks like you got a ten... Was that a specialty or a special skill? It was a special skill. Okay. Uh, Didn't get it. Oh, well. And so I do it, 
You I, do it. I break the mirrors with my thumbs. Yep. Put it into a cup, like I'm kneeling, like right in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. Just put it in there. Put the thing back. I shake up the glass. Yeah, and it looks like uh, it, it doesn't look like anybody really saw you do it. And mm-hmm. so uh, you you don't get the minus one. You're hmm. rolling this at difficulty nine as you are. Yeah. Well, I spent. I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. So you. I'm doing you're my best. And so success. I scoop it back. I'm still going to carry it with me like it worked because mm-hmm. I'm probably you probably don't notice it, do you? Yeah. No. You don't notice it until you do it. Yeah. And so I scoop it back up and I'm going to carry this after interpreting what I see. Yep. Pick it back up. And then I'm going to roll... Let me just confirm real quick the last little piece of uh, cantrips, difficulty modders, modifiers. So, because of the area that you're in being uh, somewhat glamourful, you'll uh, lose two, or lose lose one to the difficulty. So I'm back at eight? Yeah, you're back at eight. Um, okay. And... Still difficult. Cantrip casted on... Uh, let's see. Using a kid's affinity realm. Is this one of your affinity realms? What do you mean? Is Faye one of the she affinity... Is Faye the she affinity realm? Oh, I actually don't know. Um, let me see. Where would it say that? It would say that on the she page. Probably in the main book. Let me pull it up. I have... Hmm. So, she affinity realm. The autumn she affinity realm is Fae. What does that mean? So, that means... it means minus one to your difficulty. Okay, Every time you so use I'm as your realm. seven. So, you're sitting on seven right now. Uh, the... Yep, okay, so seven, seven is your difficulty. Okay, and I you've spent got a willpower. Pool of three. You've got one automatic success. Come on, baby. Baby. <gasps> Two. Two. So three total successes. Oh my goodness! Let me see what goes on. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I don't think successes really change a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it give you a? Uh, an amount of time, or... Uh, this cantrip lasts uh, one hour per dot of the Seer's Glamour, so, like, five hours. Five hours? All right, Wait, so... Yeah, five hours. And so, yeah, it doesn't really appear to have a... Um, this is one of the ones that doesn't have a... Uh, yeah, all right, no problem. Stuff. But so, yeah, it's still good. You are, you are good, and you're... going to carry around my, my, my cup in front of me, and... Mm-hmm. And so you see, you see the wisp of light just sort of leap out of the flame... And uh, kind of hover above the cup yeah. and then just go. Yeah, and then it's uh, it's it's moving along the path. Uh, you do uh, you do see it pass by the game that uh, Anissa was playing, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it sort of hovered or not Anissa, uh, Pomona had taken him to. You see it hover around that game for a little bit, and then you see it sort of wander away from the. Uh, yeah, it, it wanders away from a lot of the festivities. Yeah, but not, so pretty much everyone just sees me holding out a cup running through the festival. Yeah. And, uh... Like, oh, Adelaide is up to it again. <laughs> let's see here. So, yeah, uh, you, you start making your way down the beach. 
down into the more southern part of uh, the beach, mm-hmm. where you'll see, you tend to see more warehouses and factories and things like that. You're now far enough away from the, uh, you're now far enough away from the festival that, that you're not, re- yeah, you don't even really hear it anymore. You're, you're kind of on the other side of Ugh, town. I'm going to start calling out his name. Yep. And uh, you, you don't get any responses. Mm-hmm. I'm still you following You don't get any responses in kind, but you do see the wisp uh, sort of pick up and then dart off oh! toward, a, uh, <laughs> toward a warehouse. And uh, outside of the warehouse, you can see some, uh, some uh, security guards. Uh, they, are, they don't appear to be fey. Uh, they're not Kithane or anything like that. They're just, uh, some mundane security guards. Oh. Ooh, weird. And so when I look at the, when I look at the, uh, wisp, it's definitely pointing. The wisp, yeah, the wisp goes inside of the warehouse. Okay. So she sees them and is like, okay, this, this doesn't, this kind of looks shady. This kind of scene, it seems like a kidnapping sort of thing. This is not a, this is not ideal. Yeah, um, give me a, give me a, uh, it's an investigation. Yeah. Two. Two? Yeah. So yeah, you can look down and you can actually see tire treads along the beach. Uh, that do head that way. Oh. Like, it looks like, uh, maybe like a four-wheeler or maybe a jeep or something. Uh. Oh, no. Yeah, no, this looks 100% like a kidnapping to me. Um. So, uh, in, in the big scheme of things, would you say that, like, Addie knows a lot of the people in this small town? Addie knows a lot of the people in this small town, yes. Yeah, like, do I know any off-duty police officers or anything like that? That I harass all the time? Uh, maybe not, like, you, you probably know a police like, officer. I'm wondering if I shouldn't, like, like call 911 or something. Uh, this, when, this is 100% someone got kidnapped on the beach. Like, this is Amber Alert shit. <laughs> uh... Yeah. I'm going to attempt to stay hidden a little bit and try to text somebody. Okay. Uh, or text Sid, because I'm sure he's already heard the ruckus and say, mm-hmm. I'm, at, I'm at the warehouse. I think he's been kidnapped. Uh, and so I'm sure it's just going to make everyone freak out. Yeah, but... uh, he he says, okay, I will let Lord Tearson know. And, Come here uh, fast, please. Yeah. Uh, and so... Maybe give me give me a stealth roll, uh, just stealth and dexterity to remain unseen. Let's see how it goes. I'm not really good at being unseen. What's my difficulty here? Six. Okay, one. <laughs> okay, so that'll buy you about thirty minutes of being unseen. Okay, um, please, guys. <laughs> and so uh, before long, uh, you. Uh, you do see Sid, Lily, and William uh, come running. Uh, they are, yeah. They they talk about how uh, they they come and inform you that a lot of the knockers 
uh, like to work in this particular uh, little factory. Oh and no! They had noticed that that somebody has been uh, paying for security to keep a lookout on it. Possibly the actual owner of the building. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's prevented them from being able to do a lot of their work. Oh, we have a, we have a good old fashioned Mr. Crocker. Mm-hmm. Like from, like from, uh. Fairy Godparents! Yes! <laughs> Fairies! Uh, <laughs> Fairies! And, you know, I, I, maybe I can, like, try to. I can't, can't try to get in, or if I can't try to talk to those guys. I mean, they seem like really official kind of guys. They're they're definitely more. They're, they're not like fully armed tactical military yeah. security. It, they're more like security of the Paul Blart kind. Um, oh, then that means I could just chat them up while my friends go inside. <laughs> You could. Oh, alternatively, I can make them chat, and I could go inside to find the little boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's the so uh, give me perception and alertness. Come on, one success. Okay, uh, with one success, you can definitely see the two in the front of the building. Uh, kind of just hanging out at the door. Uh, one of them is in the little uh, a little booth. Uh, looks pretty. Uh, looks like it's in disrepair. This this place doesn't look like it's seen a whole lot of uh, movement or, or anything like that in quite a while. Uh, but you see the guy sitting in the booth, and then you see a guy uh, standing at the door. Uh, the booth is clearly for people who are coming in through the, uh, through the front. Um, there is a bit of a fence around the thing, and so, uh, if you want to get in, uh, the easiest way would just be to go through the front. However, you would have to, uh, interact with the security guard. I'm sure I could, I can ask the security guard to go in. Hmm, okay, so you said that knockers were here. Um, do I know any of them? Any of the knockers? Doyle is among one of the. Oh, Doyle is who, the one who works here. Who likes to who likes to work at this? Who, they 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 like coming here because it gives them an ability. It, it gives them the, the ability there... to just sort of work on their shit without being bothered by mundane sources. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, they've okay. been kind of upset because, uh, yeah. They they can't really get in, and there's these security guards here, and uh, right. no one's really too sure why. Okay, I'm going to say that. I think what I'm going to do to try to get him to let me inside is say that my my good friend Doyle left some stuff in there, and he wants me to get it. Would that be feasible? I don't know. What do mechanics leave? Tools? Is tools vague enough? What are those rolly things that people get on when they work on cars? Little... The, you know the ones that you lay down on and you roll around under the car? Yeah, I'm not really... I, I, I don't really know those... I, I, I call them scooters. Oh, scooters? I don't know if that's the, the uh, proper The term. proper nomenclature. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so either. <laughs> okay, and I can say that my... How old is Doyle's human... Doyle, Doyle sort of... You think I'd be able to get away with he's my dad? No, he's He's not old He's a teenager. Dang it. Brother? Uh, 
he's like he's like nineteen, maybe, and he is. He's 19, but he kind of, like, has the soul of an 86-year-old who's just grumpy all the fucking time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, no, I'm going to say he's my brother, and, um, yeah, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get in. He asked me to come by and pick it up. All right, let's see how that goes. Okay, so give me... Uh, <laughs> let me think. It would be maybe... Um... Empathy, expression, empathy, or, yeah, empathy or expression, depending on how you want to how you want to phrase this. Okay, so if I if I use expression and my specialty in storytelling, do you think I could really convince this guy that this is the case? Yeah, if yeah. you if, if you, I weave a ridiculous if you weave story, a ridiculous story, uh, it would be yeah. Uh, so because this is your first time meeting this guy, you will be rolling appearance. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it, yeah, it'll be appearance and expression. Yeah, you're right. So? And I understand that to be quite a dice pool for you. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, but you never know with Mo. Yeah. <laughs> you never know with Mo. Nah, it was great. Yeah, no, things came out real well. I, I got I got four successes. So four successes, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this is, this, that actually is probably my best role. So tell me what that looks like. Um, probably after I've confirmed that they are indeed going to be here shortly, I'm probably going to send them a text saying I'm going to try to get in. Uh, <laughs> your phone, so after you send that text and you run up, you, you do note that your phone is kind of getting blown up uh, while you're hearing <laughs> the story. I'm going to say that that's him blowing up my phone. <laughs> yeah. And so I kind of go up to him and say, um, excuse me? Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Um, I need to get inside. Are, are you the normal night guard? Uh, I, I mean, I am now. Oh. Um. Um, would it be too much trouble? Wait, you need to get inside? Yeah, I need to get my brother's scooter. Sco- scooter? You know that thing where you get on your back and you get under stuff? He left it here when he was working here. Look, nobody's supposed to have worked here in... In a couple in, weeks, yeah, I know. In he's years. Years? Years. Uh, the, like, this place has been shut down. Oh. And, and apparently a lot of people have been breaking in and uh, doing a lot of things that they're not supposed to be doing in here. Oh, no. And that's why we've been hired out of security for this place. Is all the stuff still in there? Should be, but I'll be honest with you, uh, it's it's probably, uh, uh, it, it, anything that's in there belongs to the owner at this point. Oh. Well, do you think you could let me get by with it just this once? Please? <sighs> uh, he, he phones ahead and just, uh, You hey. don't really have to do that. He could just let me in. Well, I got a guard up at the, uh, up at the door. Okay. He's going to have to let you in. Okay. Uh, I just don't want you to he, get in trouble. He phones ahead and says, hey, there's this girl coming along down the thing. She says that uh, her brother has some stuff in there and that this is, uh, that, that, you know, uh, just this once, you know, go in there with her, get whatever, get whatever she needs and then, you know, take her out. Uh <laughs> and guards like, uh, are, are you sure about that? 
Uh, yeah, no, her her story seems legit. Just go ahead and let her in, and and you know, uh, we'll mark it down. Uh, we'll mark it down on the records and yeah. uh, present it to the boss at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And uh, he says, uh, "All right, well, it's your ass." And so, uh, until I go and I charm that guy too. And so, yeah, uh, he he opens the little the little gate for cars to get in, and you just walk on in. Thank you. Uh, you Thank you. I read his name tag, yeah, Mark. Yeah. And so you you look at your phone, and it says, "Hey, don't do that." Uh, a lot of texts say, "Don't go in alone. Uh, could be dangerous. Uh, things like that." I text, I'm in. <laughs> Adelaide. <laughs> I run to the door. And so, yeah, you, you go to the door and you see the other security guard there. Hi, it's and, me. And uh, he's just like, okay, well, come on, let's go in. No problem. Do you have a flashlight? Is it dark? Uh, I can turn the light on. Thank you. And so... Uh, I'm still holding my cup, and as soon as I go in there, I'm going to run to wherever the cup is telling me to go to. Yep. And, uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Uh, give me a second. Okay, so here's the description of the place. Uh, having determined Joshua's location, whether by magic or plain old investigation, it's time to retrieve him. The warehouse is holding some of the, uh, the warehouse is holding most of the spare or broken parts of the rides and attractions, sits a few miles away at the very edges of town out of sight of the boardwalk proper, and are rarely visited even by locals. With few doors and even fewer windows, looking inside is a bit difficult, but not impossible task. Three warehouses sit side by side, all glowing faintly with the glamour leech from housing generations of knocker inventions. Nice. One in particular seems to be hosting some activity. The main entrance of the warehouse is a large garage door, currently closed and locked. Next to it is a door that leads to a small office overseeing the floor of the warehouse. Uh, around the side, and hidden from sight, is a guard patrolling another locked door with a keypad requiring an access code. Uh, you have convinced the fella to let you in, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Inside, it is claustrophobically cluttered with all manner of mechanical debris. The interior of the warehouse hosts a maze of floor-to-ceiling shelves on one side of the large room and all manner of odds and ends that were once part of rides, signs, and attractions on the other. The center of the room has been cleared, leaving the rest of the once-organized room in disarray as its contents were haphazardly adjusted to make space for the young captive. This is all bad. Well, I'm sure that they'll be able to get into. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, the the security guard eventually just sort of backs away. What's wrong? Uh, he he leaves, uh, and you are in, and the door sort of locks behind you. Uh, sitting in the middle of the room are four enchanted guards. They are sort of sitting there in a daze. Uh, they're much like the ones on the outside. Oh. They're just sort of sitting there uh, next to Joshua, and uh, as you, uh, Joshua, who's sitting in who's sitting in a chair uh, playing a Game Boy. Uh, Joshua. Huh? Oh, hi, Adelaide. Hi. What are you doing here? Oh, uh, I I'm here because, well, uh, my uh, your friend brought me. 
Which friend? Um, gosh, what was her name? Um, um, they said that it was supposed to be, it's like a surprise party. Oh, a surprise party? Yeah, and he points up. He points up, and up uh, up on top of the junk is a large chimerical sphinx, uh, sitting there, looking down at you. Oh. Good evening. Good evening. I'm sorry for crashing your surprise party, but everybody's really worried about Joshua. Of course, Joshua is a fine. So yes, the uh, the the chimerical sphinx is sitting sitting above the room, uh, just sort of uh, laying in place and uh, looking down upon you with a, uh, a, a slight disdain. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I am sorry for crashing your party. No party. Is it just a kidnapping? I care little for the method by which he was brought here. However, I will do my utmost to guard him. Oh. Um, from? From From you, my dear. Oh! And anyone else who will seek to take him. To take him from you. Oh. Who are you guarding him for? Does that really matter? Yes, very much. How about this? Are we going to, like, play a riddle game? We are going to play a riddle game, my dear. I'm very interested in that. (laughs) Here is my riddle. Oh, okay. I am tall when I'm young. I'm short when I'm old. What am I? Are you a candle? I am a candle. Very nice. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> and then he, he jumps off. Uh, he jumps off in front of uh, in front of Joshua, just standing between uh, just standing between the two of you. The enchanted uh, some of the enchanted guards start taking out their their oh. uh, like police batons and stuff. Oh, that definitely makes me nervous. I don't want to get hit with a baton. Let's play again. Okay. Ah. How can a pants pocket be empty and still have something in it? If it has a hole in it. Well done. (laughs) Thank God I know a lot of riddles. Finally, one of my stupid, useless talents comes into handy. And he he sort of leans over you, and he's he's I'm he's a big old boy. Nervous. He's like ten feet tall. Oh wow! And he he sort of towers over you, <laughs> smiling a toothy feline <laughs> grin. <sighs> one more. Is this the last one? The third one? Yes, this is certainly. Okay, I'm ready. In a one-story pink house, there was a pink person, a pink cat, a pink fish, 
A pink computer, a pink chair, a pink table, a pink telephone, a pink shower. Everything was pink. What color were the stairs? It's a one-story house. There are no stairs. He grins <laughs> widely. Correct. Thank you. You are very good at riddles. I appreciate that compliment. Uh, you hear you hear some uh, some violence occurring outside. Hmm. Uh, hey, what? What? Bonk! Oh. And uh, the door gets kicked in. <clears throat> The Sphinx looks looks ahead, uh, looks back at the door. Ah, what is this? And uh, Lily, Sid, Lily, Sid, and William. <laughs> Show bunch of three musketeers. <laughs> yeah, they bust in. They bust in, and uh, you know, Lily's got a bat, and, and uh, everything's going on. And uh, Joshua's like, "Well, what's going on?" Well, I mean, I've answered all of your riddles. Um. So I simply have to take Josh back to the other party that was made just for him. No, I don't think you will. That's... That's not okay. I answered all your riddles. We never had an arrangement that You're would not allow a very good you to space. take Joshua. Well, what was the riddle for? We were simply playing a game before I eat you. Oh, I... Oh man, I didn't consider that at all. And I like back up. <laughs> and uh all right, let's uh roll some initiative. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so what initiative is it's, it's wits and alertness. alertness. Uh just take one die. One die. Add your wits and alertness to the total. And that's your yeah, that's your point. Fourteen. Fourteen, really good. Uh, yeah, I got a ten. This isn't a very good Sphinx. Twelve. Uh, the Sphinx has twelve. Um, everyone else is sitting pretty on six. <clears throat> and then the guards are eight. So, you, Sphinx, guards... Okay, Okay. I know what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to throw my cup full of sand and glass in its eyes. Okay. (laughs) And then I'm going to run and get the boy. Okay. Alright, so do I just toss it? So, uh... What's the deal here? we're wanting this to... Damage or distract. I just want like a distraction or something. So I gotta get that little boy. Make it intimidation and uh, dexterity. Alright, we're rolling two dice. Let's go. A ten, so I got one. So you got one success. Go ahead and roll two. What's this for? One. Okay. So yeah, you uh you splash your cup uh you splash your cup up uh, <laughs> like up in his face and he just <sighs> and uh, there's like sand and glass and all that in his eyes and I gotta he, run. <laughs> he he uh 
gives a gives a bit of quarter. Uh, Joshua looks scared at this point. He sees people with bats. He sees guards with batons and guns and and uh, tasers and things like that. And uh, he's he's scared. He will take some comforting. Uh, on Poor the baby. next turn to uh, to, to fix to up, okay. the Sphinx is is back. Uh, he's backed up against a wall. Behind Scrap. him, behind him, are, uh, behind him are behind him are these uh, like old roller coaster bits. Yeah, uh, and he's just sort of pawing, at his, pawing at his face, trying to get the. Uh, oh, the thank God that book. <laughs> uh, yeah, to get the sand out of his eyes, and so. Uh, he's he's distracted this turn. Alright, I just uh, need to get the little boy. <laughs> the guards uh while while all that's going on, the guards are, are rushing towards uh the exits uh to to block them off. Uh the rest of the crew runs in and uh they sorta of like just gang up on the, the guard who runs to block their exit. Yeah, no, I'm gonna Oh god, thanks guys. And so, uh, it's your turn. I'm gonna rush over to him and how, I have to comfort him before yeah. I can get him to go. Yeah, it'll be, uh, empathy and, uh, charisma for you. Okay, that's, that's not bad. Will my captivating bonus get me anything on this one? Empathy. Um, probably. Right. It, it, so, but... it, that just means that if I oh, get yes. 10, I roll again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, if you get 10, it counts as 2. Awesome. What's the difficulty? Six. I do a good job. Let me see. This was a ten, so I brought yes. it over. Oh, okay. So, so one, one, two, two three, three, four, four five, five, six. Six, six successes. Uh, yeah, Joshua's like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, we have to go. Come on. And so he's he he's like, this is awesome. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, but we have to leave right now or we might get hit with sticks. Wait, I can help. No, you can't. And so you, yeah, you're you're trying to grab on him, and he's he's like sitting there thinking he could play superhero here. <laughs> and uh, he gets to play superhero once we're away from the Sphinx. Yep. And uh, the you you start rushing away, and and uh, the the Sphinx is sitting there. No. And uh, you you and Joshua are starting to make your way towards which exit. The one that uh, my buddies are clearing. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, they've pretty much cleared they, that. They, they, they just, they like, just, hit that guy with just, a bat. Yeah, the one of them took out one of his legs. Uh, Lily <laughs> took out his leg with one a bat. One got behind him and the other one pushed. Yeah. Like, it was a and ganged up on him. Yeah, this this enchanted guard is just, like, out of it. He's, uh, he's having that. a hard time. And so, as you're running across the room, uh, <gasps> a, uh, a bullet sort of tears, shit. tears through uh, a cardboard box next to you. Uh <gasps> And one of, uh, some of the security guards have guns drawn and uh, things like that. Uh, the Sphinx is now uh, going to jump across the, oh, the warehouse geez, to block off Jesus. that to block off that door and uh, uh, try to try to get uh, oh my the crew uh, out of the way. Oh, good! And so, good lord! Uh, he does that, and let me see how long it goes on that. Uh, 
Okay. So, <clears throat> yeah, he jumps over there and, like, the the ground pounds as he as he hits the ground and swipes oh. at uh, Sid, <gasps> knocking, him, knocking him back up against a wall that sort of hit-checks Lily. She gets bumped back and... And uh, he roars. Uh, he he roars with defiance as you you sort of run up and you you, you stop and you're looking him right in the, right in the face. <sighs> you have to let us go if you win. If you lose at my riddle. <sighs> Your riddle. <laughs> I'm very good at riddles. I know that you are. And if I win? Then... Well... Then I guess... I have to go. You have to leave? I guess so. Without the boy? I suppose. (sighs) Oh. Well... You have to let all of us go. I mean, me and them. I guess you can have but the boy. But not the boy. I mean, I suppose. I mean, that's of course if you win. So, I mean, you get what you want, right? Seal it with glamour. Okay. No problem. So, go ahead and spend a point of glamour. Oh. He uses the contract art to seal you to your word that if you that if you lose this, you have to let us go. You have to let you, you one. You will leave Joshua, and two, you will leave, you and your crew will leave. That's if. Yeah, that is if, if that is if, if I win. If you we win, get to go. you get to take Joshua. If I you get lose, to take us. you must leave. Yeah. So I how. How it is is we we get to go. So you, not like me, Joshua, and then they get to keep Lily. Like, right, we get to exit. You, yes, you do all get to exit. This yeah, is if I win, a fairly straightforward contract. I'm just you have to be careful with contracts, is the thing, because you know they'll sit there and be like, "Well, actually, no, he's, yeah, that's how sphinxes are. That's that's just their mo." Yeah, no, he was very straightforward with you about the rules, so okay. you have to defeat him in a riddle contest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> you can look one up real quick. I'm debating whether or not I should use the gazebo fact that I looked up. Is that a riddle? I don't know. It's kind of like where the real one is located. Hmm? Where the real, like, where this particular gazebo is located. Hmm. Okay, well, We'll try it, and then you give me I'll, a thumbs I'll up, thumbs down. Know. Yeah, okay, I'll let so you know if this is, like, a Too weird, yeah. In America's favorite musical, The Sound of Music, uh, there's a famous gazebo scene in which uh, the daughter, daughter Lysel has a beautiful musical number with her lover. Where is that gazebo located? It's not a real. It's not a real? No. That's a fact. That that would be trivia. Trivia. Okay. And he says as much. He's, that's trivia. Is that trivia? That's not a riddle. Are you sure? Yes. I'll contest you on it, but fine. Give me a second. Okay. I'm going to look up a riddle. Pause it. Okay. 
All right, my riddle. <sighs> what flies when it's born, lies when it's alive, and runs when it's dead? Hmm. What flies when it's alive, runs... Lies when it's alive. Lies when it's alive, and runs while it's dead. Hmm. I will give him a roll. Please suck at riddles, riddle monster. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a roll in kind. Sure, what do I roll? contest his, his roll. Enigmas? Huh? Enigmas? I have, I have lots of enigma. Yeah. That would be the roll. Enigma and what? Perception or wits? Enigma and wits. Two. How did he do? Did he do real good? You're wrong. What? It's not a fly. What is it? It's a snowflake. You've lost. Excuse me, my friend. A snowflake? Think about he it. He starts thinking about it. Alright, come on, guys, we gotta go, we gotta go! <laughs> I like grab the boy's hand, you can pick up. <sighs> God, that's a good one. We're gonna use that later. <laughs> good one. Yeah, so you you get out of there and and you can see uh, Sid's car is parked uh, not far away. It's a it it is a uh, very like robin's egg blue sort of classic Corvette uh, that you might see at a Dairy Queen in Copper's Cove. Uh, (gasps) Ooh, the one that like Lana Del Rey will sit on the hood. Yes, and so uh, yeah, Sid. Yeah, you, uh, you you get in and and Sid drives off and and rolls out. Oh and wow, you guys! Guys, get away with Joshua! Oh. Wow, Adelaide, that was really smart. Oh yeah, that was really smart. Oh wow, I'm sweating like a pig. Oh. How are you guys? How's everybody? They're like battered and bruised. <laughs> when uh, when you for, come back from the club and one of you almost died. <laughs> except for uh, William Ash is just sort of sitting in the back like, oh, I didn't get hit. Huh. Yeah, you didn't. Okay. Um. Alright. Uh, Josh, uh, I hate to be a grump. I don't like being like this. But you really can't walk away from people. I didn't walk away. Well, I mean, I was. It's like a strange thing. Sort of oh, did they pick you up? Yeah. Oh my uh, god. I I I was picked up by a really nice girl uh, and her friends. Oh. Well. Her name was Shadra. Shadra. Do I know a Shadra? Why would she do something like that? That's effed up. Yeah, they they took they, they took me over to the warehouse. What did they say they were going to do? They just said that they wanted me to hang out there for a little bit, and then they gave me my Game Boy. And then what was up with the Sphinx? The Sphinx was there to guard it. They exchanged glamour or something. Uh, I think that that's what they did. Uh, they gave the Sphinx some glamour and said, "Guard me well." 
Oh. You have to be a good distraction. Oh, that's not good. Um, Sid, you have to go faster. I have a I have a feeling that something disastrous is about to happen. I'm not usually wrong. And so, <laughs> yeah, you uh after driving up to the uh after driving back to the to the docks, uh, you can see that fireworks have started at the at the beach. It's all very beautiful, and and this is this is that that perfect time oh, of the night wow. where everything's really beautiful. Uh, for uh, like hidden uh, amongst the chimerical aspect of the world, uh, you are seeing a dragon uh, sort of sit back and uh, breathe fireworks. Uh, all over, uh, like Lord Tearson and some of the others. They are sitting back, uh, trying to repel it. Uh, you can see their, their, uh, mortal forms. Uh, it looks like they're just sort of dancing. Uh, but really they are avoiding the fires of this fireworks dragon. What? And, uh, the, the, the yeah, you, as you make it back, they, uh, Lord Tearson says, Ah, Lord Joshua! Excellent! We have to go. Ah, uh, yes, I I should say so. Uh, the 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 freehold, they barricaded it. They they went in. They want the glamour for themselves. The those those rabble rousers. It was Shadra. Shadra kidnapped Josh. I'm gonna go have a word with them. Oh, I'm so. Uh, please. I I'm about to cuss. Ooh. <laughs> And, uh, Sid, Sid and Lily, uh, and William are just like, ugh. Here, and I, and I, I take, I take. Some of us should stay behind and, uh, deal with this. Fine, that's fine. And whoever wants to come with me can. Listen, Joshua, you stay by them. If you don't know someone, please don't go with them. My lady, you must make a decision, says, uh, Sid. He, he sort of leans over and whispers. What? Who are you taking with us? Two of us are two of us are pretty fair. Uh, are pretty injured. Uh, we, it's hard to say whether or not we would be of use to you more I'm, in uh, more of you in uh, dispatching this chimerical dragon, or at the freehold you? where at the freehold where uh, three. Three rowdy changelings are supping all the all of the glamour directly out of the bale fire. Have you ever fought a dragon before? I could fight one. You interested in fighting that dragon? I'll let you fight the dragon. Uh, William, what? Like now that I've known these guys, what were the kind of things that these guys are good at? I mean, I William know, William is a contortionist and uh, general. Does he know how to use a knife? Yes, he does. I'll take one. William said wasn't hurt. Remember, William was not hurt. William, you have to come with me. You got it. Listen, Joshua, stay here and promise me that you will not go with people who you don't know ever, okay? Yeah, I'm going to fight the dragon. Yes, <laughs> you... Oh, be very careful. It's very real. It's flames hurt. I know. Okay. And so he he gets out uh, he gets out of the out of the thing and just unleashes Wayfair. Uh, I gotta go. He, he <laughs> just sort of teleports away. And, uh... I love it. I love it. Okay, I gotta go. And so you you rush away, and uh, you you run out to uh, to face uh, Shadra and uh, some of the others. Oh man, William! I never thought I'd have to use a taser, but I think I'm gonna have to use one tonight. Do you have a taser? Probably, yeah. 
Okay. I imagine that that's one of the few things. Louis just like, please, if you're going to be sleeping on the beach at three o'clock in the morning, can you please take a taser? Yep. Let's see. Let me. Let me I think I actually quick. even. Okay, so as you as you're making your way through the crowds that are just sit, uh, sitting up enjoying the fireworks and and your allies who are uh, fighting going toe an to toe with dragon. the dragon and like some knights and stuff. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty awesome over there, yeah, honestly. Yeah, uh, you make your way through and you start running down the boardwalk with William. Uh, you you stop and you see uh, you see uh, Maddock uh, sort of sitting uh, sitting on the beach, uh, looking up. Huh? Oh, it's you! Yes, it is me. <sighs> I've dispatched the chimera. I've dispatched the chimera, and I'm here. By yourself? Single-handedly. You underestimate my power. He he looks a little worried by that. Go ahead and... <laughs> I want to intimidate yeah, yeah. him. Uh, intimidate and manipulation. Nice. Oh, wow! Yeah, there you One, go. two, four. Four, all right. So, uh... Maddock gets up and uh, uh, William pulls out a, a, a very finely crafted chimerical uh, <laughs> knife. Uh, it looks sort of like it has like a little circus motif. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's got a little circus motif and he, uh, he unstraps it from, from under his sleeve and just is holding it and is like, all right... And Maddock is like, oh. so are you going to show me inside? Ah! He he runs off back to the cabin, uh, yeah, which is like <laughs> uh, it, it's a ways away, even from here. Uh, <laughs> he runs off, and you 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 give chase. He gives chase. <laughs> and, uh, he runs he runs up, and he's like knocking on the door of the of the place. Let me in, Chandra. Let me in. Uh, and. <laughs> Uh, you could hear Shadra on the inside say, "Suck an egg, Matic." Oh, and uh, yeah, you 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 make your way up, and uh, she's gonna hurt me. Who's gonna hurt you, Adelaide? <laughs> Adelaide? Who's she with? One of those out of towner guys. <clears throat> One. Get. Get back! I can handle this. And she uh, unbarricades the door and steps out. And uh, Shadra's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass, Adelaide." Uh, oh, you really don't have to. <clears throat> we really do. See, we're getting tired of you lofty. We're getting tired of you lofty royal types coming in, telling us how to live, how to harvest, how uh-huh. to be. Uh-huh. And so today. We're letting off the flames of revolution. Oh, oh! So you're you're doing a uh, hostile takeover? A coup? Oh, wow! I'd say it was decently organized. Uh, not to be mean to the Sphinx or anything, but uh, he was kind of a pushover. Huh. Was that the best that you guys had? No. I'm the best that we have. I believe And you that. can see her, her sharp teeth. Just like, she kind of punches her 
punches her hand together and oh. and uh, <laughs> is uh, like looking down at you. Huh. Okay. I believe that. Well, um, I elect my champion as uh, my good friend here. What? He's my champion. Oh, William looks over. What? Mm-hmm. Look, I don't care about your rules. Oh. That's the whole point. I'm going to kick your ass. Oh, well, this is my freehold, though. Not mine, but, you know. Not yours anymore. Oh? If you can't hold it, then it's not really yours, is it? Oh. Okay. Mm, That seems sort of fair, but, I mean, you haven't really taken it from me yet. You just kind of went inside and locked the door. I mean, I suppose that... Okay, that does seem a little bit like it, but, um... Yeah, I still elect him as my champion. I'll beat his ass, too. Okay, but you said that there's no rules? You're not going to listen to the rules? Hmm? Okay. No, you can fight him. Go ahead. Uh, Are you stupid? Wow. No. Chandra, why are you like this? Why are you so... hateful... (laughs) I'm hateful because I'm tired of being pushed around and living under a bridge. Chandra, I've always tried to be nice to you. You try to be nice to me in that hoity-toity, I'm-your-better sort of way, and it pisses me off. Oh. I suppose I'm sorry that you interpreted it that way. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. I was actually just trying to be nice. I figured maybe you just had, like, a bad upbringing or something. And that's why, like, you were so aggressive. But you can still fight, my friend. All right. Enough of this. No, you can fight, my friend. And so she... uh... I'm gonna let her fight, then I'm gonna tase her. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh... Yep. Yeah, let's roll some initiative. (laughs) All right. Chaudra did good. Dang, girl. Well, I mean, she is an awesome red cap, so that makes sense. Chaudra got a 17. Damn, girl! And She's gonna beat his ass. <laughs> Chaudra got a 17. William got a 14. Okay, that's good. That means I go last, which is fantastic, because I'm just gonna taser in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Because, I, honestly, I can't do anything. Alright, so, uh... Chaudra, uh, is... Chandra takes out her, her, she's got, like, this sort of, uh, it's this chimerical, like, uh, like, orc sword. It's got, like, it's got, like, a, uh, uh, a, what do you call it? Like, a, a brass knuckle handle. Ooh, that's cool. Brass knuckle handle with, like, spikes coming out. Yeah, she's a badass. a big, uh, a big old blade. Uh, like a machete type blade attached to it. It looks very Warhammer. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. So she's going to take a swing at William. Please, William, be careful. And. <laughs> Merc the fuck out of William. <laughs> he is going to be rolling with seven dice. Generically slay William. He's just walking around in a daze for the next few days. William, you alright? successes 
see what William's stats look like. William has two stamina. Alright, so two plus. So she she swings, uh, she like double hand swings at William, uh, and uh, William like backs away and gets gets nicked. Uh, just psst, ah, it'll it'll make a cool chimerical star scar later, don't Yep, worry. and so it'll, uh, it'll be badass. William's okay, William? going to jump uh, jump forward and do a little stabby. William is going to do something else instead. Uh, is he bad at it? He's not good at it. Uh, uh, I was misled to William's abilities. <laughs> let me see. Maybe he's good at something else. Uh, William is good at some things. Uh, William is going to use metamorphosis. Ooh. Uh, let me look that up. So William William looks at Chadra and goes Chadra 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 Adras 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 and uh, Ooh. gives this metamorphosis bunk a roll at difficulty six. Oh wow! Do you do really good or really bad? So at three successes. She suddenly, she's swinging, and she suddenly shrinks down to about a fourth of her normal size. She's she's like the size of a toddler at this point. <clears throat> and, uh, she... What? What? What the? Oh, we should tie her up. What? No! And so, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna tie her up with my shawl, like... No, you. <laughs> and uh, she she's swinging, so you're gonna have to like get get a good uh, get, get a, good get a sword from her. Get a sword. Get a terrifying little sword. That's what her. you're gonna have to do. That's your turn. Jeez. Oh. This could be brawl, or it could be melee. It could. Uh, it will almost certainly involve dexterity. <laughs> or alternatively, you could. Try to intimidate her with your new size over her. I'm gonna get you, Shadra. <laughs> I'm gonna take out the little taser and be like, "Don't move, Shadra, or I'll I'll get you right in the chest." I don't feel good about it, but I say it. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Put the knife down. Roll intimidate. Uh, this will be Intimidate and Manipulate. Ooh. Not a great roll, but... Two. Okay. She sort of looks at the Come situation... On. Come on, put it down! And she looks back at her, at, at Matic, who is looking out of the window at this point from inside the, uh, inside the place, and... No! And she's going to, uh, she's going to try to swing. Oh, shit! (laughs) Yeah, she's going to swing at you. And so, uh, you can do athletics to dodge. Let me see. Uh, if that is, 
if that has an interest to you, she's going to get three less dice because of her size. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to dodge. I don't know. I was prob- I'm probably going to get stabbed with oh, a wow. tiny little knife. Okay, go ahead. Oh, shit, three. Yeah, she botched. Uh, and so, and so, how do you want this to look? I want to, like, I want to take my cup and, like, ah! And, like, use it to kind of defend myself. Yeah, you, uh, you, and bop you it out of your hand. And you bop the little, the little ah! knife out of her hand. And, and as it swings across the floor, it, or as it swings across the, the, the sand, it turns into, like, a regular butter knife. And she's, I'll still fight you. Fine! You can still fight me. Chandra, I don't want to fight you. And William reaches up and like just grabs her from behind. Got her. Where are your friends? Here, use this to. I take. I take off my shawl. Here, use this to, to tie her up. No, no. I'll talk to her no. friends. No. And go in there. And uh, they they have the door barred. Open the door. Knock 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 knock. Knock 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 knock. Uh, <laughs> oh, <open> the door. <laughs> and uh they uh let me see. Let me let me go back to verse to keep and pull up. Oh boy. Let's see. Uh Cardis uh opens the door. <sighs> whose whose idea was it? Here to negotiate your terms of here to negotiate our terms of surrender. Yeah, kinda. Let's go to the table. We have to talk. Uh, he, um, he, you know, lets you in and Come closes on. the door. Everybody sit at the table. Uh, William's sitting there. Uh, Chaudra's still tied up. Whose idea was it? They look at Chaudra. Was it all her idea? Well, I mean, I, I'm, uh, Cardis looks and he's like, well, I thought about, uh, using the boy as a distraction and hiring the Chimera. You realize that those guards were shooting actual bullets? You don't understand at all how we feel. Well, I would if you guys would talk to me when I tried to talk to you. You guys always are, like, you guys are really weird anytime I try to be friendly and I'm, I guess I get it that I guess I come off as like holier than thou, kinda. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't mean that. And I'd be willing to compromise. But you guys like can't do this kind of stuff. That's not okay. It's really not okay. Someone could have gotten shot. That police officer shot. The bullet was like my ears are still ringing. They're shooting real bullets. Uh, he sort of looks over and uh, what rev- what successful revolution? Go on. What successful revolution didn't have a little blood? I mean, none of us have anything to do with all of this. Like, what if Josh had gotten shot? He's brand new. He's just a little boy. He's just sort of... 
If you, are you guys really unhappy here? Like that bad? Have you guys ever thought about? I mean, not to sound not to sound like I'm trying to kick you out or anything, but you know, down south, Miss De Winter probably aligns a little more with you guys. Has do you have a she, bad relationship with her? She are all the same. Doesn't matter if they're seely or unseely, they'll all just be telling us telling us what to do, how to get our glamour, <clears throat> how to live our lives. Yeah. And that's not for us. You don't think your ideals would align with hers any better? Cause I mean I know that there is contention between how Celia and Celia work. And Maybe you guys would be happier there. Deepwood Glen is a shithole. I mean, you're not wrong, but... We like... We like Point Avalon. Yeah? It suits us. All of the good glamour is in Point Avalon. And so you telling us to just go somewhere else... Where there's fewer resources, fewer people to harvest from, <clears throat> just to get out of your pretty little hair. I mean, not to get out of my hair, but you guys kind of seem miserable. I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I could kick you out, but I don't want to go to that immediately, even though you kind of got me shot at, and I am a little sour. We didn't know that she, we didn't know that the Sphinx would enchant guards. Yeah, well, they sure did. They also injured a bunch of my friends, and so. All right. What do you want? Our, what are the terms? Hmm. You've won. We're not going to fight anymore. Your friends are probably on the way. Dealt with the dragon by now, certainly. I'm. Well, this is still a negotiating table. Do you have any proposals? Reasonable proposals. For, to improve the quality of your life if you're that miserable. Let us harvest the way we want. That's dangerous. I see, there I go. Ooh, this is a hard decision. Hmm. I can't let you harvest the way you want. If you do, and you do it too often, probably will only be a matter of time till Point Avalon is just like Deepwood Glen. <clears throat> it's nice here because we keep you guys from doing that more aggressive form of harvesting. Something else. Because we want to keep Point Avalon nice, right? That's your that's that's what you want, right? Of course. You want it to stay nice? Yeah. You don't want people to show up and leave drained permanently, never to come back. We, we can both agree on that, right? There will always be more dreamers. 
I don't know about that. Not to sound, not to like be dramatic or anything, but the autumn world is lacking dreamers in the big scheme thing. I mean, why cut down the tree when you can just take the apples, right? Fine. We surrender under the terms that at least once a week we can sleep at the Vale Fire. That's completely reasonable. Yeah. And Each of us. That makes sense. I don't know about Shadra because of her nonsense. Each of us. We can't starve out Shadra. No. I don't want her to die. I just want her to stop being so aggressive. Under supervision, yes. I feel like that's fair. And in return, because this these are under my terms, I want one boon from each of you for in the future. Because I did get shot at. I feel like that's fair. Do you think it's fair? What about he your friend? Looks over at Maddock, and Maddock is like. Uh, Maddock, Maddock doesn't seem to have strong opinions one way or the other. He's just roped into this because those are his friends. Poor Maddock. Uh, he looks over at Shadra, and Shadra's like... <sighs> I mean... Deal. Okay. Deal. And Shadra gives him a look. I'm sorry, Shadra. It's for your own good. I promise. Seal that Idiot. immediately. Oh... You will not be... <clears throat> you did fine work in negotiating their surrender, my dear. Uh, however, these creatures are not honest. Like, I just sort of make a face like... Seal... Uh, I will seal those words immediately. They will repay their boon to you and to each of us. Ooh, that's for a... ruining this night. What? That's a lot. That's practically servitude. It won't happen. It's, that does seem like a lot. We just kind of want to get them out of here. And I kind of let them go. We'll seal it to Adelaide. None of, none of the rest of you. That's fair. I am the, I am the spokesperson of this rehold. Yeah. <sighs> and I sort of like, Mm-hmm. Square up my shoulders like, yeah, I have responsibility and I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. Fine. I'm ready. Are you ready? Um, the contract is sealed with glamour. Yeah. You do it. <laughs> they do it as well. Boom. Uh, and uh, they owe you one boon. And in exchange, they will be permitted to sleep the freehold one night out of the week. Under supervision. Under supervision. Probably by some manner. The same Sphinx. <laughs> that Sphinx don't want to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a better one. <laughs> and so, yeah. Uh, it is all the... the With that, the whole kerfuffle has been sorted out. <sighs> uh, <clears throat> in time, uh, Shadra eventually comes to you and uh, says... 
Look, we would not have, uh... <sighs> Here's my boom. Okay. Well, I'll give you're... you information. Oh, you're giving it to me already? Yep. I don't like the idea of owing you. And so, here, I'll give you some information. We're not stupid enough to think we could have taken the freehold alone. Not with every single person here. Who, eh, not with every single person here who has something to gain out of booting us out. We had help. Was it the winter? No. Uh, no. Well, at least it wasn't when... It wasn't... We didn't communicate directly with DeWinter if she was the one responsible. But we did have certain assurances. The person who set us up with the Sphinx, uh, things like that. Who? Didn't get her name. It was definitely a woman's voice, though. Oh. I don't know DeWinter enough to say, uh, but I didn't get the sense that it was her. The uh, winter is very formal. Um, it was someone else. Uh, didn't seem too familiar. Like they're not from here. Yeah, don't think so. Anyway, Boone paid. That's fair, Shadra. Boone repaid. You look into it on your own if you want. <laughs> Later. Bye, Shadra. And so, uh, she retreats, and you, uh, you go back to your home. Uh, <laughs> like, oh man, I had an adventure today. Home life's been rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just go, I'm like, ah, oh, he's back. in the driveway. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it's been tough, uh, balancing both lives. And yeah. One of them... One of your lives, it, it, it's become harder because one of your lives is now very fanciful and it's everything you want out of life. And I can't really express it. And you can't really express yeah. it. You you come home and then there's this person who just feels like... Not they're only, like lead. Not only are they dragging you down, they're dragging themselves down and that in itself sort of hurts. Because they're your family. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been rough. I imagine I've definitely been, like, preparing a lot of stuff ahead of time to avoid the amount of times we come into contact. And so you're you're sort of, uh, lately you've seen the house in a bit of a different light. It's it's prettier in real life than it is chimerically. Because he's in it. Chimerically, you see, uh, you see, like, barred windows you see, yeah, uh, like almost like it's made out of this soulless concrete, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just this very sort of banal place. Especially the closer you get to the areas that he spends time. <laughs> Downstairs is awful. Upstairs, not too bad. Yeah, upstairs is because that's isn't the too only bad. place where I'm at. Yeah, upstairs it isn't too bad. Your room is your room is fine. It's just it's surrounded by this just poisonous sort of environment environment it kind of sucks as you come in you you see him and he's making Uh, a sandwich uh, did did you have fun at the festival yes i had a lot of fun at the festival good you didn't want to come are you tired no i'm I'm tired from work okay uh i'm glad you had fun though uh you want me to make you something nicer i have leftovers we can warm them up sure okay 
and you, know, you warm up leftovers, and you have a sort of just this awkward little conversation. Where I'm just like, Ugh. he's like, so what's going on? And you Hi. can't really tell him anything. It's Hi. just like, uh, hung out on the beach with some carnies. Carnies? Yeah, the same carnies that always show up. The, you know those guys deal drugs, yeah? They haven't dealt me any drugs. They actually haven't offered me any drugs. It's not like I would take drugs. But they also haven't offered me any. Think about how not profitable the average life of a carny is. You know, I always kind of wondered, you know. They get by by selling drugs. No way. Is that it? Yeah. I, well, how else could it? I don't know. Well, these places don't make a lot of money. You know, but now that I think about it, drugs does kind of make sense. Yeah. But then where do they get the drugs? They buy them from other people who sell drugs. Drug wholesalers? Yeah, something like that. Who sells drugs? Pharmaceutical companies, that's who. I mean, I guess. (laughs) That's more for people who, like, need it, but, you Um, know. I mean, I imagine some people really need meth. Um, like too much probably not (laughs) he's not laughing with the joke it's just like he he sort of just like shuts down any humorous air that comes to that he's like you need to stay away from that it becomes a lecture (laughs) I have to go to my room right now okay tomorrow do you want to come to the carnival I just I don't know We'll see how I feel afterward. Oh. Okay, well, I also have some other good news. As she's walking up the stairs backwards, um, one of your old girlfriends uh, liked me on Instagram, and I think that indirectly means she might be stalking you through me. So that's that's good. And I'm, like, walking backwards up. I just don't have time for it, Addie. She was super into you. She has a lot of likes on that Instagram. Super She's a model. <laughs> just I'm upstairs great. shouting down. That's great, Addie. Good then night. Just text her back. Text her back. Close the door. And so, <laughs> yeah, you uh, you retreat to bed, and uh, you you hear the door kind of close downstairs. Just and uh, he's got to text her. What if I texted her? Hmm. And I plot. <laughs> and I plot about how I'm going to make them meet again. Okay. I'm going to be like Amelie. Amelie. <laughs> Amelie. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so, yeah, you uh, you go to bed and, and uh, a, a letter has been left for you on, on, your, uh, <gasps> on your table uh, by a, a bird. <gasps> oh. And the bird says, uh, you can leave a tip. Oh, of course, of course. I, I take a cap off of my pen, one of my pens and give it to it. Birds I mean, love caps. I mean, money's good, too. And oh. it flies away. What do birds buy money with? A mystery for another day. And I open the letter. <laughs> the letter is from Lord Tierson, who expresses his uh, admiration. He expresses... Uh, that, you know, you've done a very, very good job. This is, uh, 
the start of a fantastic career for you. You negotiated this very well, uh, as befitting of your station. And, uh, he cannot wait to see you again. Yes! And I actually screamed that. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he says he would like to host you at Crest Haven Manor. Yes! Louis like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Doom, doom, doom. <sighs> sorry, sorry. Oh, I just got so excited. Ah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, yeah, you close it up and, and you, uh, you go to bed? Yeah, I go to bed. Satisfied with the job well done? Yes, I did such a good job. I'm so good at... Yay! What am I... I don't even know. I'm good at riddles and also, uh, compromises. Yeah, and that's where we can wrap up the session. Yes, I agree. Uh, so... Let's okay. look at how Changeling experience works. Yeah, because I'm not sure how different I think it, it is. works pretty much the same way. Yeah. But we'll see. Uh oh. I mean, you might have, there might be like different questions you ask. Oh no. Oh, okay. Is your phone dead? No, oh, that's weird. Anyway, uh, alright, so let's look up some Changeling experience. Give me one moment. The normal way. Okay, so we're just gonna do it the normal way for now, uh, until I can find Dig up. more information on that. Okay. Uh, so, so uh, you get one for showing up, uh, one for one for role play. Uh, I'd say answering those riddles. Answering those help. riddles without. I was any, actually yeah, surprised that I was with, able to do yeah, that. You did it without any help. Uh, you get another one for that. Uh, and you know what's weird? Mm-hmm. I'd never heard those riddles before. Yeah. So yeah. maybe solid, maybe got, I'm just on top of it. You, yeah, you just got a mind for riddles. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, you get yeah. another one for that, and uh, right. is there anything else that you feel was uh, super particularly awesome? Uh, I'll be honest, that actually was a uh, that was a journey from beginning to end. Uh, I loved how the <laughs> the cup of sand and glass that I was carrying like an idiot actually came into handy. Yeah, like the whole thing came up just like it was all so good. I loved. I loved intimidating. Uh, what's the little the little mole person? Matic. Matic. Like Matic is great. <laughs> every every interaction with you, Matic. You'll is great. know. Uh, Matic is a puka. Is Matic he? can't. Yes, Matic is a mole puka, and so uh, they cannot tell the truth. Ooh. They cannot tell the straightforward truth. That doesn't mean that everything they say is going to be opposite day, but you'll note that he was very sarcastic in a lot of his interactions with you. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and so that is... That's uh, the way it presents. That is the way it sort of presented itself. Yeah, I, I, I love. He was like, oh yeah, this looks great. <laughs> I <laughs> like shifty, shifty mole eyes. Yeah. Uh, the intimidation with him was great. I, mm-hmm. it, was, it was all good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, that was really fun, and I'm glad that I was I wasn't uh, useless or anything like that. Uh, I definitely do have a holdover complex where if I'm not combat orientated, I always feel like I'm in immediate danger and I'm probably going to die just immediately. Mm-hmm. But I I didn't feel super useless or anything like that anywhere in the session. I yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I'm sort of uh, I sort of took uh, a couple of cues from Blades in the Dark how. Uh, where there are definitely multiple ways to solve every problem, and 
I, I sort of want to go in the future and let you just pick what you want to do to solve each problem that comes your way. Yeah. Uh, because it's very specific where it says, you know, hey, let the players choose how they solve it, and then you just make sure you understand what that looks like. Yeah. And so I think that's what I'm probably going to do a lot more of in the future, rather than just telling you to make a certain role. Yeah, it definitely empowered me a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. 